pretty stunned to think that this letter, this letter right here can literally move the meaning of these two words. I mean, these, these two words right here usually encompass pretty much all of our desire for a goal. And if you just move one letter over, it changes the entire thing up. What words am I talking about? Keep listening and find out. Have you ever thought about your problems? Of course you have. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't think about their problems, right? But sometimes the most difficult problems that we are facing can be solved with most simple of answers. They're the simplest solutions that come up and we might actually overlook them because if we think of a really hard problem, we might assume the solution needs to be just as complex. And with a winning lifestyle with Lisa, I really try, Lisa is me, if you don't know, <laughs> I really try to break down those challenges that we're facing every single day. Those are the thoughts that keep you up at night, but applying some of the most simplest techniques that we just need to open our eyes to see. Yeah, pretty stunned at how powerful these two words are and even more stunned by if you just adjust a few of the letters, the entire definition of these these words change. And the two words I'm talking about are carve and crave. And this whole week, I have been really looking at my calendar, looking at the organization that I'm trying to practice and really noticing a lot from myself and other people when we use this phrase that's when I find the time or when I have time, it, you know, that phrase is just a bold-faced lie. Who really is finding the time to do anything? Okay, really think on that for a second. Who is finding the time? Like, when someone tells you or suggests something to you, and we usually reply with, or they might even say, when you have time or when you find the time, we already know that we're not going to find the time because time is constantly on the move, right? It's constantly on the move. And we're just a passenger to that driver. It's the truth. We are only a passenger to that driving force. And I had to write this on my bathroom mirror. I put a lot of stuff on my bathroom mirror because immediately when you wake up, you always go to the bathroom, you look at yourself in the mirror, you might tell yourself hopefully some affirmation that starts your day off or some people speak negatively to themselves, which really, really challenging to do, especially at the beginning of the day, because you set that negativity in motion. But if you write things or leave little sticky notes on your bathroom mirror that push you into the correct direction that you want to go, you'll be surprised. Trust me, you'll be surprised. And one thing I wrote on my bathroom wall was time and how it's always filled. And going back to those two words of carve and crave, I put on there, if you don't carve out the time for something, it will be filled with something else. I'm going to say that again. If you don't carve out the time for something, it will be filled for something else. 
And that's why that phrase of when I find the time to do X, Y, Z doesn't make any sense at all. Like, how are we supposed to know when we found time? Okay, can someone answer that? Can you answer that, please? (laughs) How are we supposed to know when we found time? Like, is there a big old stop sign in front of our mind that shows up that says, oh, oh, here, here, time found, we found it, you know, instead of where's Waldo, where's the time? Oh, it's right here. (laughs) Go after it, right? It's not true, right? I hear a lot of times when people say, I really want to do better at XYZ. I really want to be a better significant other. I really want to be uh, better on my follow through. I hey, simple one. I want to lose weight, and we always think when I find we think of it like this: when I find the time to lose weight, then I will. Okay. Well, when 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 is that time going to be present to you? Is there a sign that will show up in your mind that says, "Ding, time found. Do it now." And I think the answer to that really is, there is no time that is found. It's just how much despair we can handle before we carve out the time to do it. Usually from a place of pain is when we make decisions to change. That's usually what happens. In a place of severe loss or pain points, when you're speaking to someone's pain point, and they are really wanting to change, change talk usually starts from a position of loss or a position of pain. If we were to take one of the most simplest of desires that most people have, which is I want to lose weight, I want to be healthier, they're usually talking about that from a place of pain. It might be because they looked at themselves in the mirror and said, oh my goodness. It might be that they were given severe doctor Um, information, medical news that pretty much told them, if you don't do XYZ, XYZ will happen. (laughs) Or maybe XYZ, but then ABC will happen. And we crave, and this is where those two words of carve and crave are about to show up. We crave heavily for change. We crave it. We want it. We desperately want this change. It might be speaking better in public. We crave something very strong that is usually coming from a place of pain, but yet we don't carve out the time for it. And when a place of pain shows up, you have to carve out time to create what you crave. Okay, you have to carve out the time to create exactly what it is that you're craving for. Because if you don't, it will be filled. That time will be replaced with something else. For instance, we know, for example, going out for a walk in sunlight not only helps with your vitamin D, it sets your circadian rhythm. It gets you cognitively functioning better. You can think clearly. You're also being more physically active. You're gaining more steps. All the benefits of just walking outside And it also helps with knowing I can be a healthier person. But if we don't carve out that time, what will that 20-minute walk time be filled with? It will be filled with something else. You won't be sitting on the couch 
like, oh, there's 20 minutes that just goes by. It's filled with something else. It might be filled with scrolling on your phone for 20 minutes. It might be filled with watching YouTube for 20 minutes. It might be filled with work for 20 minutes. It might be filled with familial responsibilities for 20 minutes. And it's not to say that the time that or the activity that gets filled in that time that we're trying to carve out for what we crave, it doesn't mean that activity is negative in any way in your life. That's not what I'm saying. Because the thing that we're doing, remember, we're constantly in a loop of habits. We're constantly in a loop of habits. And if we want our habits to change, that's where change talk is, is coming from. If we want those habits to change, we first have to be very aware that carving out specific amounts of time for that change must be done or the habits that we already do around that center of time will be filled with the habit that we already do. It's very simplistic when you think about it because we're constantly filling up our day with something. It might be sleep. It might be talking on the phone. It might be doing Zoom meetings. It might be working at the hospital. It might be working out, right? It's not to say that working out can also be a place that you're trying to change. For instance, if you are extremely obsessed with the gym in a negative light, because any any form of obsession, if you cross that, that uh, threshold, can turn into a negative. If you're obsessed with the gym in a negative light, you have to carve out perhaps time for your family away from the gym. So the concept that is really crucial right now that I've really been going through. I've really been going through this idea of carving and craving. Whatever I crave, am I really carving out the time for it? Mine was journaling. I love journaling. I, I my gosh, it is something about writing down on a very clean sheet of paper with a very nice pen and just seeing the words and reflecting in my mind, it truly does something. If you have not journaled before, I thoroughly recommend it. It is great cognitive work. It really helps with reflection. It gives you the space to think clearly. And a lot of times, again, if we go back to time, we're constantly filling up our time and our space with other things. My own coach taught me maybe doing a time audit on oneself is beneficial. Of course, nobody wants to get audited, right? I mean, can you imagine all the receipts you have to find? I don't even know if that's what they do in audits anymore, but that's what my brain thinks. And let's say, for example, you got audited. Well, if someone came to you and said, I need all of your information, you have to go back and collect that stuff. Now, let's think of a time audit. What if someone said, I want to do an audit over your time? What would it be filled with? What is it that we're really carving out in our day? What are those habits that are, are being done? What are those habits that are being carved out? Because remember, right now, it's a feedback loop of just habitual motions. It's just habitual activities that we do. Yet, we have this pain and desire. And again, I'm, I'll use the goal, the word of goal there. We have this pain point that pushes us towards change, and that's the craving, 
right? I work in a environment where a lot of people say, I'm craving this, I'm craving that. And we talk about some physiological changes, some hormonal changes, some psychological changes that can result in craving particular things in life. Craving goes beyond just food, okay? People crave sex, people crave money, people crave power. Those things that are also tangible and intangible things people can crave for. So when we think about a craving, usually it can be something that is coming from a place of pain, right? When someone says I'm craving perhaps money, maybe they're craving that for security reasons, that money will fulfill that craving. But then we look and see, well, okay, if they are craving security and they believe finances will do that, are they carving out time to build upon their own finances? Are they carving out time to practice better financial choices? Are they carving out time to look at their finances in a long-term gain? Are they carving out time to get more competent in understanding what investing is? Are they really carving that out? And I had to ask myself that question on not only finances, but I also had to ask myself that question for when I wanted to do more journaling. I was not carving out the time for something that I desperately craved. And trust me, I'm not saying journaling is the one thing you have to do. The benefits of journaling for me go beyond maybe for you. It does something for me that really sets my day in motion. It sets my life in motion. It really helps me reflect on how to be a better version of me every single time I journal. It really, really does. I would highly recommend everyone spend possibly five minutes a night journaling. It's great. Journaling for me does that and I crave it. I crave that alone time. I crave that time with my own thoughts. I crave that ability to get out of my head. But then when I kept thinking like, geez, I, I don't have any time to journal. I don't have the time to journal. That's because I'm not carving out the time, right? That time was filled with me looking at Instagram. That time was filled with me going to the gym. That time was filled with me prepping my meals for the next day. That time was, was filled with me sitting on the couch playing with Falco. Knowing and, and notice I, I intentionally put some of the positive things that I do that fill that time to journal. Because the stuff that gets filled in our time, it again, like I said, is not always bad. It's not always a bad thing. It might be really good. It might be something that really benefits your life. But if there is specificity in your goals, you have to carve out the time for them. You have to carve that time out if you truly crave it. Therefore, I want to leave you with notice something in your life that you are really craving. You're really craving a better version of this in your life. You're craving a better version of this in your life. It might be, I'm really craving to lose five to 10 pounds because we know the holidays are coming up. And usually a lot of time we always feel guilty. Most at least do after that. So if you are craving to have better control over food, over food choices, over nutrition, this is just an example, you have to carve out time on learning those skills. You have to carve that time out if it really means something to you. So 
Again, ask yourself, the things I crave in my life, am I truly carving out time for them? If you enjoyed what you heard and you would like to reach out further, I am on both social media platforms of Facebook and Instagram. I did try TikTok for about, I gave it a good run. It was about two weeks and it's not for me. (laughs) It's just not for me. Therefore, Facebook, Instagram at Lisa L. Calhoun is where you can reach me, where you can find me. I am a person that loves thought-provoking conversation. And honestly, I would love feedback about the podcast. What did you think about the episode? Did you have this experience happen? Maybe something else came to your mind that you just want to talk about. Feel free, reach out, Facebook, Instagram, Lisa L. Calhoun, and let's connect.